Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. This call and response greeting is known as the Paschal greeting, which goes back through many centuries and cultures. So let's try it again. Christ is risen. Amen to that. So as we gather in person as well as online to celebrate the resurrection, if we look at that last line of the gospel, it would seem that the disciples did not understand what rising from the dead even meant. So the question I ask us this morning is, what does Easter and resurrection mean to you and me? Keeping in mind we'll celebrate Easter over the next 50 days in order to unwrap its full breadth and depth. In short, with the dawn of Easter, we celebrate that light has been brought into our darkness. We are reminded that eternal life, it wins out over death. This is a celebration that Christ is ever-present in all of us without exceptions. It's a mandate wherever two or three are gathered here or at home or wherever you may be, Christ is always present. For the resurrection sets a new foundation for all eternity, that all things can be made new. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Listen, there's a part here you've got to work with me on here. This is participation. I know you have a mask on, but you've got to work with me. So yes, indeed. But we know there are no shortcuts to this quintessential pattern of life, death, and rebirth. That is, there's no rebirth, there's no resurrection, unless one has experienced life and death, which we do time and time again in our lives which includes the global crisis of this past year. See, therefore, throughout this joyous celebration, we can't forget and we can't be blinded to the loss, the grief, and the death that this pandemic has opened our eyes to this past year. We can't lose sight that this new light that shines brightly today, it has revealed so many things that we've ignored or simply accepted which have been deeply rooted in the darkness of our society for far too long. All the more reason why this Easter, this celebration of the resurrection has to mean so much more to us in this COVID-19 moment. It screams for us to be fully engaged so that you and I, through the risen Christ, will leave here knowing that we can't go back to what we thought was normal. Rather, we're called to make all things new, which is just not a personal, individual commitment. It's a communal activity as well. For Christ is risen. You guys are getting better. That's great. <laughs> the presence of the risen Christ calls for us to come together, calls for us to make right decisions for others, to make changes needed to, and to take actions required to make all things new. Understanding and experiencing the resurrection, it has to be a lived experience. It needs to take root within us, among us, and with new eyes to be sensitive and alert to the presence of the risen Lord in our midst, in our family, and in our world. We're called to give birth to God in our own life so that we can be stewards of God's love in this world that is changing oh so rapidly. Pope Francis this past year said, we've realized that we are all on the same boat, 
all of us fragile and disoriented, but at the same time important and needed. All of us called to row together, each of us in need of comforting the other. For Christ is risen, risen indeed. So even though the disciples didn't fully understand what rising from the dead meant, we need to remember that the resurrection of Christ makes us members of that one body, existing to share God's love with each other. Such a notion was brought to light by the following story. One day, an anthropologist who invited the children from an Africa tribe to play a game placed a basket of fruit near a tree and announced to the children, the one of you who reaches the tree first will be rewarded with all the sweet fruits. When he signaled to the children to start the race, they locked their hands tightly and they ran together. And then they all sat down and enjoyed the delicious fruit. The astonished anthropologist asked the children, why did they all run together? Because each of them could have enjoyed the fruit for himself. To which the children replied, Obanado, is it possible for one to be happy if everyone else is sad? Obanado in their language means I exist because we exist. See, if the pandemic has taught us anything this past year, it has shown us how important it is to be connected to each other for mental and physical health. But even more importantly, the same holds true for our spiritual health and well-being. For we're all the body of the risen Christ. And despite what some may say, there's no exceptions to this membership. Thus, our faith is a communal activity, whereas bearers of Christ were called to make all things new. So in closing... I know that the losses that some of us still carry may somewhat overshadow this joyous celebration of renewal and rebirth. But God always, always makes all things new. So we're called to rise each day to be made new and clean and changed in order to become one with God. It's the God who came to us in human form to teach us and to show us and to reveal to us God's unconditional love. And that through the life and death and resurrection of Christ, love wins out over death every time. And therefore nothing, nothing dies forever. And therefore all that has died in love will be reborn into an even a larger love, will be reborn into the body of Christ. For indeed Christ is risen. Amen.